0: Garage Logic, broadcasting live from the office of the mayor above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake. Featuring the rookie on production, Chris Reavers, vice president of social media, and John Hyde in the newsroom. Now, the fireworks commissioner, flashlight king, and keeper of common sense, your mayor,
1: Joe Souchere. Commencing Garage Logic,
2: segment number one.
0: 77? Seventy-seven? Seventy-seven, yeah. Oh, 77. Yeah, it's not that good. I would have been somewhat alarmed. Yeah. Good afternoon. How
3: are you doing with that sunset, 21st, Kirk?
0: I'm in trouble. It's a like me, we're smelling fall. You know, what's today? The eighth? Uh, today this is the seventh. seventh. Eight, seven. You know, once you run out of single digits in August for a 21st year, that's kind of a... That's kind of a hurdle to clear.
3: Okay, that's that, that's um, uh, what do we call? I'm not a milestone, but uh, it's a hump. A hump. Yeah. Two weeks from Thursday.
0: Uh, two weeks from Thursday is the start of the Great Minnesota Get Would you like to? It's
3: two weeks. Would you away. like to make the the big announcement?
0: What's the big announcement? Oh my! That we're not going to have the penny machine
3: expensive Uh, uh, joe and brian what wonderful guys we just didn't know how it works we couldn't crush enough pennies no uh, i'm I'm gonna send joe an email but it's you have to buy the machine and we that's not in our budget no but it's a great idea and i
0: wish them with the penny coin company continued i bet it's doing well but i never in my wildest imagination imagined a point in my life where i i would be considering purchasing a penny punching machine
3: no, and I think... And I'm not going to. I think there's a chance that maybe you didn't really know the market. I, when I you said, you know what? Hey, I'll buy the thing. Well, I, I was
0: figuring they were a couple hundred bucks. You know. <laughs> that would have been the one that's ding, ding. It's got <laughs> like rotor marks yeah, all the Yeah, and you way. break your arm when you pull the <laughs> slot handle down. No, they got
3: it down to a science, but it's just unfortunately out of our league, but uh, continued success to them. Uh,
0: Rahm Emanuel, the mayor of Chicago... Uh, said in a press conference, we can talk about the weather, but the weather didn't pull the trigger. And he also said there is a shortage of values about what is right and what is wrong, what is acceptable, what is considered, and what is condemned. Wow. And uh, emailer Tim notes, I'm glad to see a big city mayor finally talking about community values and the social contract. Unlike the boy mayor of Minneapolis, Emanuel did not try to blame the violence on systemic racism and historic inequity. Well, also, he probably realizes... (laughs) That even in Chicago, this could cost him his job. So maybe he's trying to save his job by embracing, uh, 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 surprisingly enough, reality. Well, and People even they're tired of the BS.
3: Yeah, and even though he's a complete euphorian, he should be
0: commended for at least saying these. Thurman Blevins is not dead because of systemic racism and historic inequity. He's dead because he ran away from the police with a handgun in his hand. Yes. Now. uh with very few facts known, uh, the community leaders uh, and activists in St. Paul are posturing as though uh, the police uh, unlawfully killed another man in St. Paul the other night. Uh, there's no facts yet.
3: Yeah, we know absolutely nothing about this one so far.
0: The body camera footage has not been released. There there are no facts. We have no idea. How is everybody? But... <clears throat> you wrote in your column don't run away from the police no say uh, get ready to do the math because i'm not allowed okay. although although later in the show today i did some math calculators up yep well let's visit our socialist uh, friends in venezuela okay because you got morons in this country who think socialism works it doesn't work never has never will and even if they have a new way of
3: trying it it's still not going to work
0: okay a single u.s dollar right now yep. in venezuela can buy 3.5 million liters of gasoline. Whoa. One gallon is 3.7 liters. So somebody else will have to do the math and tell me how many gallons that is. One more time? Well, right now, a buck in Venezuela, where everything doesn't work, uh, a dollar can buy 3.5 million liters of gasoline. I, just, I don't know how many gallons that is. A, gallon is, a gallon is three point seven liters. Hold on, three. A dollar could not buy three point five
3: million liters. A liters is a, a liter is a thing of pop.
0: Divided by Matt, you're not paying attention. Point. A dollar can buy three point five million liters of gasoline, oh. and I'm trying to determine how many gallons is that. A gallon is three point seven That's liters. More. Is is what 0.37? No, oh, three point seven. Yep. Boy, the old offside correspondent one hundred and thirty one
4: thousand two hundred and fifty gallons? Wow,
0: that's an absurdity that the government says it will tackle with a hike in the cost of state subsidized fuel. This is this this whole country no longer works anymore. It's it's, it's destroyed. A liter of ninety one octane gas currently costs one bolivar while 95-octane gas costs six bolivars. By contrast, a single egg in Venezuela's hyperinflation-ravaged economy, estimated by the International Monetary Fund at 1 million percent inflation, an egg, an egg an egg costs 200,000 bolivars. A, co- a dollar on the country's black market is trading at 3.5 million bolivars. I, I have no idea what that means. So that's their,
3: okay. That's their currency. A dollar equals three point five million bolivars.
0: Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, nothing, boy. You could have a hell of a car culture there, couldn't you? For the price of <laughs> yeah, gas. But then you go. What kind of roads are you going to drive it on? Fuel subsidies have cost the Venezuelan government ten billion a year since twenty twelve. That has created uh, such a gaping hole in the budget that the government has tried to fill by printing more money, which in turn has created even higher inflation. So there you have it, folks. There you have it. Socialism works. You want to get an egg down there? You've got to have 200,000 boulevards. I wonder how much a hen costs. Well, I thought this would be right up your alley. It's about food. Well, yeah, I just, uh, an egg, I,
3: I I think I would, at that point, I would get a hen to lay eggs.
4: I wonder how much a penny press machine would cost in Venezuela.
0: With wages ravaged by hyperinflation, it is unlikely prices will get anywhere near international levels. If they did, however, filling a gas tank would cost a Venezuelan two years of their minimum wage income. No. Prices are so far behind that no matter how big the increase in terms of percentage, they will still remain low, said Henkel Garcia, director of Econometrica Consultancy Group. <clears throat> it's just a, a bad scene there, huh? A really bad scene. How is everybody? Good. Boy, do you should everybody. see the math I got involved with today. Why? I was very careful. You're not supposed to, well, you're not supposed to do math on the air. I did it off here. I got, I just got so sidetracked off in the, on the GarageLogic service road of life that uh, I became fascinated uh, with the size of states and, and w- astonished myself uh, with some just rudimentary uh, poking around the internet. How mm-hmm. big is this place? How big is that? Oh, okay. Now, the,
3: the, the grandness of some of the states, how much space we have. Oh, my word. Not the the
0: petiteness of
3: Delaware, Rhode Island.
0: No. Uh, Rhode Island is the nation's smallest state. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. And the nation's largest state is Alaska. Right. Followed by Texas, Texas. and California. Yeah. See? And we're, I think, 12 or 13? Minnesota's the 12th largest state. 12th mm-hmm. yeah. I didn't know if that changed. Just a moment. here by accident, than elsewhere by design. Here's Joe Suchere. Reavers, how many gallons did you come up with that you can buy for a dollar? Uh, did you write I, it down? It was 131. 000? Well, there's an email from Scott. Oh, God. What do you got, Scott? Good Lord, Reavers. 3,500,000 divided by 3.7 equals 945,945 945 gallons.
4: No, that's not right. That can't be That is not 3%. Of of three and a half million, you know, uh, no,
0: I I'm not wrong. No, I'm gonna just pause. No, pause. Hold on. Pause. Yeah. Yeah. Do not say a word. Okay. Said, this is where the demoted chief Ives offside correspondent could have rallied to our behalf because yeah. he's a math guy. Instead of giving up, but but I suppose he has what you know what's in it for him now, and maybe Kelsey's not a math guy.
4: 3% of 3.5 million, 0.0375 is 131,000. It is not 900,000. I'm going to read you the lead again.
3: This is the this is the this is it
0: from its base. Thank you. Day 1. <laughs> In Venezuela's inflation hit economy. A single US dollar can buy Three point five million liters of gasoline. Yep, and what I wanted to know is how many gallons is that? A gallon is three point seven liters. And now you're seeing why I didn't attempt it because right. I was uh, suffered two serious concussions before the age of twelve, and it's coming. Uh, it's taking its toll. There's no math uh, part of my yeah. brain. So one gallon. One gallon is 375. A gallon of gas is uh, the equivalent of 3.7 liters. Yep. So if a buck can buy you three and a half million liters, how many gallons is that? And this guy, why should I doubt Scott? Everybody who listens to this show is smarter than we are. (laughs) I, I can't dispute that the U.S.
3: gallon is usually measured. This for guy
0: says three million five hundred thousand, which is, you know, three point five. The the liter part. See? Something's not right here. Something's. Uh oh. Uh oh. Damn. Who came in? Yeah.
3: And this is. He's being <laughs> FYI'd.
4: Scott's right. I'm wrong.
0: Scott writes, "Good Lord, Reavers, yeah. 3,500,000 divided by three point seven equals nine hundred and forty-five thousand nine hundred and forty-five gallons."
4: Well, Johnny has nine hundred and twenty-four thousand six hundred and two gallons. Okay, but he must have done. Maybe he took it out. Three seven five, and Scott might have done three seven zero.
0: I'm. It's a lot of gas. I'm getting texted
3: from a person I trust that it's nine hundred twenty thousand
0: gallons of gas.
3: And his kid's relatively did smart.
0: It's not conversion rate. You know, over the twenty five years. Here he was he knows it all anyway. Over the twenty five years, yep. we have never learned our lesson when it comes to these math questions. I not, took we're not myself, even fooling around either. And to help solve the damn problem. Yep. Offset correspondence. I made myself failed. disqualified. I disqualified myself.
3: Right. I I took myself out of the running too. Well, that left Reavers. Yeah. What the hell choice is that? And not that? because I'm bad at math. I just don't want to risk it. May, may I enter the conversation? Please. There's
5: this thing called the internet. Oh, my God. All you what have you do?
3: to do is convert. You, you, write,
5: you type in convert, and then you type in 3500000 zero, 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 liters to gallons. And you hit enter, and it pops right up. Wait, oh. wait. Okay.
3: Oh, so uh, wait, do it again. That was pretty Who's slick. Leaders, do, wait, liters I do what? <laughs> just
5: go to Google, Rook. Okay,
3: liters I do what?
5: Liters, you put three and a half million. Three, five, zero, 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 equals how many gallons? Three
3: five How many liters? <laughs>
4: Thirty <laughs> five what? Three. Three point five. Yep.
5: Five, zero, <laughs> zero, <laughs> zero zero zero. So five zeros after the three and the five. Oh,
3: okay. oh my God. <laughs> All
1: right, take um, down. Uh,
3: Brooke, uh, why are you bothering? Hyde already um, did it. I'm so tired Verification. Nine hundred twenty-four so thousand. <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh, did you have me. I need him. I gotta. I gotta go put some news. Thanks, Johnny. Yeah. And thanks to all you nerds out there that could figure it out faster. Go do your work. You you. your...
0: What? What was that? Thank you. Thank, thank you. 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 You sound like Lee Elia. the... the... Manager of the Cubs back in the day, who uh, I'm uh, happy we have absolutely lashed out at the people who actually showed up in games. Just a minute, a little computer problem here. Okay, I'll
4: share this email then with
0: you. Yeah, please. Jason
4: writes, Joe, speaking about the size of states, did you know that Rhode Island is smaller than each of the 16 largest counties here in Minnesota? I did not know that. Rhode Island is 1,200 and wait. 1212 square miles. Yeah.
0: I didn't do miles.
4: And our 16th largest county, Lake of the Woods County, is 1296 miles. Yeah,
0: but I don't do I did it in acres. Oh. They fit a whole state into a county.
4: That's still that's interesting.
3: Mm-hmm. If you're really
0: bored,
4: St. Louis County by the way is 6200.
0: It's miles. National Night Out
4: tonight. We were just talking about
3: that.
0: <laughs> I don't know if we're doing anything.
3: You got to go. That's out. a freebie on a Tuesday. Come on. No, that, that stopped me the other night.
0: <laughs> St. Paul uh is uh, promoting the fact that there are uh uh Coyotes. Three hundred and twenty national night St. Paul held uh, three, God is if this is math, I'm leaving. Uh, St. Paul held three hundred and twenty national night out events a year ago. It's scheduled to break records tonight with more than four hundred events. Right. Sorry I can't make them all. No. <laughs> This year's theme is called Creating Thriving Communities. The goal is to remind people that neighborhoods are more than geographic areas. They are places where people (coughs) shovel one another's sidewalks and say hello to neighbors walking their pets. Okay. Uh, The coppers stop at the events in hopes of boosting prevention efforts on crime and drug abuse, as well as fostering public support for community policing initiatives. Uh, I'm... Every neighborhood that I've lived in or I'm aware of yes. has, has always had these functions that did not have the imprint of the government on it. Uh, yes, we would, ha- we would close the road and yes, have uh, on everyone, every block that I've lived on. A couple times a year in some cases. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't, uh, I, I have no uh, axe to grind uh, for National Night Out. Great, get together with your neighbors. But who in the hell doesn't already? I'm trying to think. I've been in South St.
3: Paul for about four years now, and the people across the way had an had an alley uh, night out last year. Yeah, and we went over and we hadn't met them. Yeah, how you doing? Just because they were down
0: the block, and yeah. it was nice to chit chat with. Yeah, I know of one that's uh, it's getting notoriety for uh, for the uh, length of uh, the length of it, how deep it goes into the early morning hours. Mimosas starts at eight a.m. with mimosas, <laughs> and then Bloody Marys after ten. So uh I don't know what it is that makes it an official night out national night out event. There could be some blocks where this tonight was their night anyway.
3: Right. Well, it's t- Tuesday's tough though.
0: But you know what if it was they should they should contact somebody so uh you can get St. Paul or Minneapolis could get in the Guinness Book of World Records for most national night out events.
3: At the uh <clears throat> last place I lived, they they really Turned it up on uh, on not only
0: National Night Out but um, couple times a year.
3: Yeah, and I remember one individual. Yeah, he was pretty tall and skinny kid, good yeah. guy. Yeah, uh, he was a neighbor. Um, somebody tried to go through the barricade, yeah. and I would I don't think I'd ever want that guy mad at me after a beer or two. Boy, he uh, he, was, was he, he little, you know what he did? He set the tone. You're not coming in here. Was he, a he, he was a little more animated than that? But uh-huh. I think the car got got, got the message.
0: <laughs> He well, no longer lives there
3: now. Was it a
0: resident of the area?
3: I wonder. Uh, yes, I, I I do not believe he no longer he doesn't live in the state anymore.
0: Maybe we, no, no.
3: The car that he stopped was there that? was a
0: neighbor. He stopped one of his own neighbors. One of his own with neighbors. A vitriolic said, tirade.
3: I, he said, "Basically, I mean business here. <laughs> so we're not. We got kids. We're
0: not getting through. Okay. All right. All right. John Height coming up. Banquet and both.
5: garage, logic segment number three. Here's John Haidt. Thank you, Joe. It's partly cloudy and 77 degrees. This update is sponsored by Metafast. Trevor Bauer, 11 strikeouts, gave up three hits and in six innings. Indians hit four home runs. They beat the Twins last night. Ten. To nothing. Same two teams tonight in Cleveland. Alberto Mejia for the Twins. Carlos Carrasco uh, goes for the Indians. Uh, If you missed it last night, Mitch Garver pitched an inning for the Twins in that ballgame. That's where we're at. (laughs) That's
0: where we're at. They're uh, becoming easier and easier to to miss it last night. And and keep in mind,
4: this was a catcher pitching the opening game of a four game series in which you just swept another team, meaning that. There was no need for there to be a desperation move here. They're uh, yeah, they're not. They're not good.
0: There's a documentary on television tonight about the Queen of England and her animals. Right up my alley.
3: Hmm.
0: I mean like the dogs the and pets, what other animals you know, I'm she has. Sure, she has horses and cattle and whatever bunnies. Mm-hmm. Bunnies.
5: Lynx try to get back on the winning track tonight there in Chicago to play the Sky. Uh, speaking of the WNBA, a uh, well, something that doesn't happen very often. The league ruled today that Las Vegas will forfeit its game against Washington that was canceled when the Aces players decided not to play because of concerns about their health and safety because it took them 26 hours to get from Washington to Las Vegas because of flight delays and cancellations. The team had reached the hotel at 3.45 in the afternoon, about four hours before the scheduled trip. The team talked things over, spoke by phone with the union, and called the league to say they didn't want to play that evening.
0: Why? L- they were tired? Apparently,
5: yes. They, they blame health reasons.
3: Come on, how precious are you? The league
5: said it worked extensively with both teams to find a workable solution. The WNBA added it delayed the start of the game until 8 p.m. to give the Aces as much time as possible after there arrival news notes from today lakeville police are asking for help from the public coming when it comes to locating suspects in a gunshot burglary last week according to a release the burglary happened friday at dakota custom guns the release said the suspects used a ford flex to ram the rear of the building to gain access once inside they reportedly stole several handguns the release says the flex was driving on a spare tire on the front passenger side the car also should have damage to the front side left fender, and there may be more damage to the front and rear of the car.
3: I mean they got to drive the car after they smashed it into the... Pulled it out and drove, yep. It says something about the Ford Flex, huh? Both
5: suspects were said to disguise their appearance by wearing hoodies. One described, though, as standing about six foot five, wearing jeans, cropped or rolled up on one leg, and distinct red shoes... The other described as being around 5'8 with a slim build. What, like a costume? Yeah,
3: not really a good time to leave a calling card. Yeah, red shoe bandit.
5: Video of the incident was provided to
4: authorities. If you have any info, you are asked to call the Lakeville Police Department. Uh, Bert emails Joe talking about the conversion rate. Mm -hmm. It takes 2.753 Venezuelan seconds to turn off GL during math (laughs) segments.
3: <laughs>
0: well, I don't blame him. Yeah.
5: That was funny. Didn't, didn't even really have to do math, guys. You just had to.
0: You just had in, to go to the Google. The yeah. Google.
5: Shut up. John. Convert for you immediately.
3: <laughs> but you have to be smart enough to know news. What please. You're, what your News, please. Converting
5: news. Pioneer Press reporting: A Saint Paul City Council candidate was arrested again today this time for allegedly violating an order of protection. David Martinez is running for the Ward 4 council seat. He had been arrested July 16th on suspicion of nonconsensual dissemination of private sexual images. Topless photo of his estranged wife had appeared on his campaign blog. The 38-year-old Martinez was released from jail without being charged. The investigation is ongoing. The post appeared the day after Martinez's wife of 13 years filed for divorce and for an order of protection against him a protection order granted for her and their two children. Then today, about 9.30 in the morning, St. Paul police dispatched to a school in the Hamlin Midway neighborhood. According to Sergeant Mike Ernster, a spokesman for the police, a staff member at the school reported that Martinez was there to see his children. That's a violation of an order of protection. Martinez left, and the caller advised officers where he was last seen. Officers checked the area, found Martinez at a coffee shop at Snelling and Minnehaha took him into custody without incident. Martinez previously said his campaign website had been hacked, and he had not sure. posted that
0: photo. Sure. I hope this guy wins. Because he'll he'll so infrequently attend a council meeting that he couldn't bring about any harm. I see what you're saying. I see your angle. <laughs> he'll be in jail most of the
3: time. Right. Perfect
0: for
5: office, that is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. Egan police reported a 40-year-old man died last night after he was involved in an apparent bicycle crash at Lebanon Hills Park. Release really said officers were dispatched to the scene located at 4800 Johnny Cake Ridge Road about 6:53 p.m. Caller advised authorities a man was on the bike path was not breathing. Officers got there, and located him. Emergency personnel began resuscitation efforts, but he was pronounced dead there. According to the press release, officers spoke with the caller, who reported the man had been involved in a minor crash on his bike and appeared uninjured. However, the man became unconscious a short time later. Hennepin County Medical Examiner's Office will conduct an autopsy. A no foul play is suspected. Preliminary evidence suggests the death is attributable to a serious medical event. man's identity has not yet been released. So they're thinking he had a heart attack when he was biting. <clears> oh, <throat> wow. wow. Forbes Magazine reporting President Trump's Commerce Secretary may have bilked business associates out of more than $120 million. And in their words, could rank among the biggest grifters in American history. God, he attracts some weird people. That Forbes investigation, which included interviews with 21 people who have worked closely with Wilbur Ross in the past, alleged the 80-year-old stole what uh, they're calling a few million here and a few million there throughout his career as an investment banker. Magazine previously reported that Ross fudged his finances in order to appear on the publication's elite list of billionaires. Just two weeks ago, Ross quietly settled a $4 million lawsuit. It was brought by a former employee who alleged Ross stole his interest in a private equity fund and tried to cover it up with fake paperwork. C-SPAN says it notified the FBI after a caller said on air that if he came across CNN anchors Don Lemon and Brian Stelter, quote, I'm going to shoot them. Uh, Specific threats of violence made on C-SPAN are reported to the appropriate authorities, the network said in a statement. On Friday, C-SPAN reported the incident and all relevant information to the... FBI, the Public Affairs Network, also said it cooperated fully with security officials from both CNN and the FBI in responding to the threat. A New Jersey woman thought she was paying for a struggling man's cup of coffee at a gas station this past Friday. That struggling man turned out to be country music star Keith Urban. Ruth Reed has
0: made it it worth about eighty million. (laughs)
5: Ruth Reed has made it a goal to once a week pick up the tab for customers at a Medford, New Jersey, Wawa which I'm assuming is a, it's
3: a convenience store. store yeah. Yeah.
5: So that when Urban was a few dollars short and asked the person with him for a few bucks, the substitute teacher stepped in to help, explaining to Urban her goal of helping out. The singer thanked Reed and told her his name was Keith. That prompted Reed to comment, he looks like Keith Urban. The skeptical Reed then asked his bodyguard to confirm that he actually was the famous musician. Ruth said in a Facebook post, <laughs> it was then I realized what an idiot I was. The singer is set to
3: perform Friday evening. I Canada. think the idiot is Keith Urban for not having his enough money, enough money to buy a couple uh, cups of coffee. Get have whipped out. Well, maybe he's one of your heroes. He didn't whip out the uh,
5: the checkstra. That's another good point. Why wouldn't Keith Urban have a
0: some kind of card with him on tour? I think it would. Uh, Keith might find it disturbing that he was thought to be homeless. <laughs> <laughs> That's another good point. Do <laughs> well, I look that bad? He thinks. Yeah. <laughs>
5: <laughs> uh, I'm hoping the methodology of this poll was somehow screwed up. A new Ipsos poll says a startlingly large number of Republicans want to give President Trump the authority to close down certain news outlets. Over my dead body. Oh,
3: I can't imagine who... Uh, even if you don't like CNN, you can't close them.
5: All told, 43% of the self-identified Republicans in the poll... <laughs> well, these are idiots. Oh, my God. This is just... This is just
3: <laughs>
0: And, and that is, is why
5: Trump oh. got elected. This is, no, these people are idiots. <laughs> Said that they believed, quote, the president should have the authority to close news outlets engaged in bad behavior. How, how dangerous is this? How foolish can these people be? 36% disagreed with that statement. When asked if Trump should close down specific outlets like CNN, The Washington Post, and The New York Times, uh, nearly a quarter of Republicans agreed forty-nine uh, percent
4: disagreed. So a larger portion of those. I'm with you, disagreed. Johnny. I don't trust the numbers. They're, they're, there, they're, cannot be. Too high, that yeah. there, there can't be. Would you say forty-three percent? Although I, I have some friends on Facebook oh who would be in
0: favor of that. Unfortunately, oh, that's like, just dreadful. Uh, well, I'm going to address the media from a different standpoint here in just a moment. Uh, first, uh, Dave Dahl Just make a move. Joe Sugere. This
3: forecast by Dave Dahl in Garage Logic is brought to us by Duluth Trading Company with locations in Woodbury, in Duluth, in Bloomington, and of course, Friendly Fridley.
2: Hello, Dave. There, Joe. It's up to 77 degrees. Should get up to about 82, I think, this afternoon. We have still some scattered light showers in southern parts of the metro, southern Dakota County. And from there, stretching down through uh, far southeastern Minnesota, a few thunderstorms have popped up around Albert Lee. But most of the rainfall for us has been very, very light. And I think it's going to be confined to the south to southeastern portions of the metro area and then southeastward from there. And that's through the next couple of hours. Should be uh, pretty much out of here by about 5 or 6 p.m. tonight. Skies will start to clear and we could get some patchy fog. Low down to 64. Very mild night tonight. Tomorrow, heating up, getting up to 88. There could be a few or isolated thunderstorms that develop in far eastern Minnesota and western Wisconsin tomorrow mid to late afternoon. It's just a nice threat for that. Very small chance. Temperatures are going to stay in the mid to upper 80s the rest of this week. Upper 80s to low 90s for the weekend into early next week. And that heat looks like it's going to stick around now through the middle of next week as well. So uh, temperatures are going to stay warm and stay kind of sticky with dew points up in the 60s. Today's high, Joe, getting up to about 82. Right now we're at 77. All right. Thank you.
1: Corey. Joe, I have an end of the world. All right. On your news station last night, there was a story about a school closing, a uh, Lutheran school closing, at on Lexington Avenue, right around Pierce Butler.
0: Right. I'm aware of it.
1: Yep. And then uh, on your news station's website, uh, a couple weeks back, there was a story about a German immersion school that is tearing down a 100-year-old, very stately, very ornate, uh, beautiful old church.
0: St. Andrew's out in the Como neighborhood.
1: You got it. No, I just got done driving it. Uh, the German Immersion School's uh, reasoning is they need more room right. and no place to play, and uh, they need a bigger footprint. It's nine, actually it's eight-tenths of a mile away from each other. I get it. That one's a private school and church-related. I got it. And the other one's a German emergency school. I got it. To, my, and to which I can only reply, yeah, and? so i I kind of think it's an end of the world need your ruling
0: you you you've entirely lost me. the Lutheran school ran out of funding
1: right, and they're four hundred and some between four and five hundred- thousand dollars in debt right so they're closing the school right and yet there's another school that's apparently doing so well they' got to tear down a church right they need more room for play and and classroom space and stuff like that yeah. So they're. I'm I'm failing to see where the end of the world is. They're going to spend about I don't know about a million three to tear down the church and then build something else.
0: Yeah, but I don't think we have to pay for it.
1: The German emergency school, right? Uh, I think they take. I think they're affiliated with public. I mean, they they have to take students. I, I I do think they receive some form of Mm -hmm. public funding. I guess what I'm trying to point out is, they're tearing down a church. An old church. It's not used. hasn't been used since the '90s. I get it, but at the same time, eight tenths of a mile away, there's a school closing. Right. So why couldn't these two organizations just talk with each other and say, "Look, you're closing down the school. We need more room. Yeah. We don't have to spend the money. Plus, we'll take care of your debt problem."
0: All right you you've got me You've got my mind boiling now. I'll have to think. Thank you. All right.
3: Was he saying that they should, the the two maybe heads of school should get together? I think
0: what he was suggesting is that, you know, common sense is not prevailing. He saw, he saw a solution there somehow that, okay, German immersion, you, you need space and you, uh, you, this private Lutheran school, you need money. Uh, Let's get together and figure something out, Hmm. I guess.
3: St. Andrews is beautiful. Not, you know it's nice
0: I don't know why uh it closed uh i I haven't kept up on my parish news.
3: I think it's been closed for a while, but it's been used by somebody else right inhabited by somebody else
0: yeah c n n has been mocked for publishing an opinion piece calling for Americans to thank the media the way members of the military are acknowledged because they are both protecting our freedoms and the stakes have never been higher, okay. This was written by a University of Notre Dame uh management professor named joseph Holt and for the onion uh, and I'd like to think that Notre Dame isn't failed, but it's as failed as every other academy uh and so here this here's this guy in the failed academy writing the press isn't the enemy, well of course he's right, it's the protector uh it's a, the piece has absolutely been ridiculed here. Can I, I can, I can cut to the chase for you. Cut to the chase. He's, uh, he is so he, he, my suspicion would be he's so, uh, urgently anti-Trump that he believes the press now have a special calling to undo him and protect him, uh, uh, protect us from him. And, and therefore uh, he's taken it to the absurd extent of saying, uh, reporters who stand up to Sarah Sanders Huckabee or who stand up to Trump, they should be acknowledged and honored as much as the military. Wow. Which is hogwash. But that that's coming out of the failed Academy. And uh, How did it get picked up? How did it get? CNN printed the essay because they lapped it up because he was defending uh, Jim Acosta, for example. Okay. Uh, but... Uh, a real enemy of the American people seeking to undermine our democracy would love nothing more than to shut down the press, Holt wrote before declaring that the press is made up of humans who are sometimes making mistakes. Uh, the Notre Dame professor also wrote that the press is at its best is like a guardian angel that caringly and capably protects us from harm. Well, th- this guy's just a buffoon. Uh, I- I'm all on board with the idea that the press is not the enemy of this country and that mm-hmm. Trump is playing a dangerous, dangerous game. Uh, calling them out as that, but by no means would I ever anticipate that that the press should be somehow elevated to the stature of, of military people who actually die, right? Yeah. right. So, so again, if 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 I could uh, summarize, what you have here is a professor, and he works in the failed academy, where and in the failed academy, Trump, of course, is a is a is a dreadful enemy. And so he writes a piece that's basically uh, saying to the press, "We need you now more than ever to protect us from this bully in the White House." That's what he—that's what he's saying. And CNN was dumb enough to print the guy's piece, knowing full well that they would be significantly ridiculed for for this guy's thinking, which isn't much of a much of a thinking.
3: No, but they had to know it would have got out, and and people would have. More people would have mocked it than people would have said, "Oh yeah, that's true." I mean, even people in the press, like yourself.
0: Yeah, I, I don't want to be defended by the likes of a failed academy professor who wants to uh, uh, to place me in a position of somebody who's actually going to take a bullet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes. Uh, uh, I, I got, got uh, you. I got, got you. God Almighty! Because that's not what this guy's up to. What this guy's up to? What's he setting up? Is saying. The press is the only thing that's saving us from Trump. Well, Holt, what are you being? You're, what what do you need saving of? You, you're you're right. employed. You you're living a life in America. What what's your problem? You know. But Trump, you gotta quit calling the press the enemy of the people.
2: Yeah, that will only not.
0: result in more failed academy professors writing similar pieces. And the people. You know, not everybody that voted for him would agree with that. So why would he want to alienate those people? Well, John just had the poll survey where you got forty three percent of people identifying as Republicans that believe, is, believe that the president should have the power to shut down the press he sees fit. That's not this country. That's frightening. It, that would be the mystery being brought about by the right, as, as opposed to the left. the The mystery can be brought brought about no matter what your political ideology is. That would bring about the mystery as quickly as anything. On the flip side. Yep. You'll learn more here by accident than elsewhere by design. Here's Joe Citerell. They say uh, it was going to rain in the metro, or did he limit it to the uh, southeastern metro? I think he limited. Little bit south. Yeah. I'm going to do my own math when we come back. <laughs> Thank you. Yep. 1500. They're DSPN. up there. Those clouds are up there. They're uh, and some of them got he little. Is KSTP, Saint Paul.